This show is dedicated to Stephen Haster-Leckler. Podcast. I'm your host, Golden. Yes, this is not a drill. This is another Minecraft podcast. How's it been? Any anything happening lately that I should know about? You know, anything in the news surrounding the scene? Um, you know, like the game's probably dead by now, right? Like I figure it's dead. There's like no sponsors, there's no publicity, right? It's just the same old, same old. Um and uh, yeah, so what's going on? How you guys doing? Okay, so let's see. How are monks? How's Windwalker's got to be deleted by now, right? Uh, let me see. No, it's not still there. Hmm. It's, uh, maybe they fixed it, right? They, they probably fixed. Uh, okay. Uh, last DPS. Okay. Huh. Still trash. Interesting. Okay, so I went away for a couple years and nothing happened with monk. Okay. Uh. uh oh. An updated update. Oh, Monk's actually doing pretty good now. Oh, interesting. Oh, uh, well, but since I mentioned it, I'm sorry, all you Windwalkers out there, it's going to be bad now again. It's going to go back to terrible. <laughs> Hopefully not. Knock on wood. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, it's been a couple years uh, taking a step back from the scene as far as for uh, high-end rating myself. Um, went casual, pretty hardcore there. No pun intended. Um, and... Uh, with the show in general, just kind of want to kind of give you an update too along those lines. Um, yes, we will be uh, pursuing potentially more shows in the future, starting off with this one. It seems like because of what happened in the last couple of weeks, it felt pertinent to me to reach out to people that in the community and especially people that we've had guests we've had on the show regarding uh, what was going on and get their statements in regards to that, as well as discuss the state of the game. I mean, I think you're going to see a lot more of those shows from me is more state of the game in general, um, how monks are doing in that state of game, uh, not necessarily craft relate. I know it's called monk craft, but uh, not really mainly necessarily like what are like, you know, where to put two agility or, or you know, use this trinket or uh, use this other thing. It's going to be more of related to how they feel in the game, how they feel in the raid scene, um, how potentially maybe raid leaders try to get more of those type of people on more raid leaders and discuss where they feel that they're utilized the best uh, for mainly for high end rating or for raiders that are doing more of that content. Um, that would be my goal. Um, the reason uh, that we did essentially go silent is the just the burnout. I mean, we were doing so many shows and kind of regurgitating the same thing. It didn't feel fresh and fun. It wasn't. It felt more like a job and a duty than it felt like something to uh, have fun with. And probably should have came back sooner when the next expansion was done or announced and discussed that and have that. I think we'll be doing more of those when Shadowlands gets closer. Probably uh, the next show potentially could be at end of, end of July or end of August at this point, just to let you know, um, potentially sooner. Uh, because a lot of the community members actually in the monk community have uh, left and have gone on. Um, but I highly uh, recommend reading uh, Pika Serenity. has a lot of great articles there if you're interested uh, for in the monk class. Uh, but for this particular episode, uh, well, we were able to get a hold of Rignaros from Imperative Guild uh, or an Imperative GG um, uh, to discuss uh, what's been going on there with their situation get into the game a little bit, just kind of rehash because it's been such a long time since Rignorous and I discussed uh, on a podcast about uh, gaming and WoW in general. And so uh, 
to stop there would be a good point, right? For most people, let's get into the stuff. Let's bring them up. But I do have to address one thing because it did affect our community very heavily. And that was uh, final, the final boss situation. And I just want to make perfectly clear that using your platform and using your fame to manipulate people in any way, shape or form, sexual or non-sexual is something that is not condoned at all by myself by the podcast here, um, probably mainly by anybody that I know, it is not condoned to take advantage of people, regardless of uh, if it's a, a man or a woman um, taking advantage of someone, using your uh, fame to try to manipulate people to do what you want to do is definitely something not to be done. Uh, unfortunately, after the situation was uh, known about what uh, Bay at Final Boss had uh, done, um, speaking with people in the community, it seems that the creep vibe was a, a, mund, a very abundant to, or um, very known to those people when they met him in person. And uh, my recommendation for anybody out there that is at a, a convention, I mean, we don't have any now, but like next year, whenever, or on Discord or wherever you're meeting people in your, in your guild or in your WoW community, that if you get a uneasy feeling with someone, and you know that that person is spending a lot of time with someone else to go to that other person and ask if everything is okay to make sure that they are learned that they have know that they have a support system because a lot of times people these uh the, these people meaning uh the victims do not know that they have a support structure behind them they think that they're kind of trapped in this area and so please reach out to your friends to your colleagues to your raid team uh to anybody if you feel that uh you might have an uneasy feeling that they are Maybe it's taking a step back. If they're being more silent than normal than they used to be, ask if they're okay. Check in with people. Um, this also goes into the current uh, recful situation as well. Um, you know, reach out to your friends, reach out to your guild members, reach out to your raid team, uh, uh, your officers, uh, reach out to your uh, GM, your raid leader. If you're say someone that's in a guild, and ask if they're okay. How are they doing? This uh, pandemic is affecting a lot of people differently, and ask if they're how they're doing. If they're doing okay. Um, it's always to always be the one to do something now first instead of regretting it later. Um, and the main thing to do here is from from my perspective is definitely do not condone any of the actions that some community members have taken in regards to how they have treated others uh, uh, on air, off air, et cetera. Um, and we just need to be a better community, come together, and we'll carry on. And with that, Today, we have a great guest with uh, Rignros at Imperative GG. Enjoy the show, and I'll catch you on the flip side. And it's been a long while, but uh, we're back at it. Here with the GM of Imperative, Rignros. How are you doing today, my friend? Uh, doing pretty well, man. Uh, just trying to stay cool in all this summer. This oh, yeah. Humidity, yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet where you're at is probably really bad. But uh, um, I guess the main thing is, you know, kind of what have you been up to? I mean, last time we talked was actually a few years ago <laughs> in the long term of things. But, um, you know, what have you been up to as far as uh, you know, yourself uh, keeping in the game? And uh, what have you uh, been doing lately to keep yourself kind of sane in these times? Um, well, I mean, we, as you know, we like stopped hardcore rating in BL like in 2015. So like 2016 to 2018, I was just like, Doing some college, uh, working towards my degree um, and whatnot. Came back at the beginning of BFA with uh, BL, 
or end of Legion, beginning of BFA, did the first tier and then uh, ended up just like not really, you know, because it was one of those things where trying to do the whole hardcore but casual at the same time approach. And uh, it's probably like the second or third time I've tried to do that. And it's just, I don't know, for whatever reason, it's like I, I just felt like if I was ever going to do it, I just need to like, you know, do it, do it. So after the first tier of BFA, I just uh, ended up going back to school, taking another like uh, time away from the game. And then I think it was about last November, I was finally just like, you know, like watching all this stuff happen and, uh, you know, seeing all the, the publicity and stuff, the world first races we're getting and all this. And I'm just like sitting there watching this on Twitch and I'm just thinking to myself, you know, also right after BlizzCon. So hype is, you know, everybody's all super hype about stuff. And I'm just like, man, what is actually, you know, I always regretted the fact that we had not pushed just for like another couple of years with the BL thing. Cause we did it for years, you know, like six, seven years. And then, it, it was almost like clockwork as soon as we stopped rating hardcore a lot more like you know interest basically whenever they started streaming their progression races is when it really blew up and that was right after we had quit so it was like we kind of just missed the timing on that window and uh last november i was just thinking to myself like what's keeping me from doing it again and i just like decided that's something i wanted to do and you know we ended up uh i talked to sean and then we you know discussed things quite a bit and decided that we just wanted to make a hardcore guild and I was just going to turn to like full-time streaming and stuff like that. So started that in November and kind of just continuing down that path still. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's kind of weird when you think about it that, uh, you know, I remember in the day of even just streaming raids, not even, not even like, uh, you know, new raids or progression. It was just, people did not want to stream anything. They wanted to keep it to the vest right i mean you didn't want to share anything you didn't want your you know the competitor to know anything to know maybe if there was a little bit of a split within the guild or anything maybe a couple of members didn't like each other and it was expressed over like comms then it was like oh it's okay you can stream but no comms and then it turned into now like full on streaming with comms with uh, uh like you know un- commentators special guests you know sponsored by the company like it's pretty crazy. Like, <laughs> and it, like you said, it's, it seemed like the perfect Avenue for like, you know, blood legion, which, you know, always had this, you know, I guess not missed or, um, mischievous or anything like that, but just kind of like this aura about it. That was always the best NA guild. And then just, we, you know, could never topple the European overlords. Um, you know, at the we time. We got them once. Hard well, well, yeah, yeah. once. But I, I mean, that was still like it was it, the, in amongst the community. It was like always, Blood Legion was just right there, like always right there. And, yeah, pretty much. And, and you know, it's just I think that would be like kind of like almost how yeah, in this last couple seasons where Limit and Method have been sparing off was essentially how it was with Blood Legion. It's just that there was no rally of fans. There was no fandom around it outside of people that knew the players or just knew the guilds and were a fan of the scene. It was more of like a scene-based arena uh, than like the world arena, which it seems like now. So unfortunately for you, but uh, you know, I, I am exactly in that same front. You know, you go away, you're like, hey, I'm done. I'm just going to focus on other things. Then you just start watching more stuff or you play the game and it just gets that itch comes back of wanting to jump right back in feet first. Um, you know, just for unfortunately for me it's more like real life stuff took over where i just didn't have the time so it was like I, more limited that way than 
than being able to think, hey, you know, maybe I want to start it back up. But it's, you know, it's always there. I think anybody that's out there that may be retired Raider or retired heroic uh, player uh, as of now, since uh, some people do not mythic, but heroic as like their end end goal. Um, it's, you know, it's, it is always there. So yeah, you know, thanks for taking the time out to, uh, to chat it up about, you know, rating and I guess in this day and age, and uh, we'll kind of go over a few topics here um, to discuss. And I think you, know, you kind of mentioned it a little bit, but uh, you know, with the s- situations that have been going on recently, um, and I want to kind of open up for you to make a statement on uh, Sean and Imperative Guild. And uh, you did a nice, really great, I mean, eloquent piece that you wrote on a, a Twitter regarding this. But is there something that you'd like to just, you know, speak your own words towards uh, to the fans out there? Um, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing for most people is it's just like, you know, it's a lot of people look at this as if it's just some, you know, like inside a bubble and then you know basically i guess what i'm trying to say is like a lot of people just have it's easy to have an opinion on all this type of stuff uh, and i mean like it's the whole situation you know like with the it just kind of like turned into a frenzy with like you know the the method josh situation and then all these other you know not just in the wow community just like everywhere like you know all all different like you know dota like magic the gathering like you know league all these games you just hear all these like you know horrific stories and stuff coming out and things like that so i mean it was just like um pretty difficult way to navigate all that i think is the best way i could put it you know it's just trying to make sure that you know we biggest thing on my end is just making sure we're holding everybody accountable and like you know i uh, sean and i talked about it and things like that and you know i went over that in the statement that i put out and at the same time it's like you know, like I said in the statement, like, you know, Sean is my friend. And I think a lot of these people, you know, there's, there's different, there's varying degrees of like wrong in a lot of these situations. And, uh, you know, at the same time, wrong is still wrong. Uh, but I think a lot of the, uh, some of these situations, I feel like some people are able to, you know, make changes, you know, as long as they're not past some threshold, that's like, uh, unforgivable type thing. And, you know, like I, 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 I would like to see a lot of people, you know, owning up to, and this is, this is just like across the board, just people owning up to like, you know, Hey, I need to do, and this is kind of what I try to do in the message that I posted on my behalf. It's like, man, you know, like I've, I've, I've already been going down this road of like self-reflection for quite a while and like trying to adjust things on my end. And, you know, it's just, I hope people are able to use all this, you know, shit happening as a moment to just be like, it's okay to admit you've made mistakes, you know, and, you need to be accountable for those mistakes. And if, you know, it's something that you need to make changes doing, like that's what you need to be committed to actually, you know, doing on your end. No, yeah, definitely. Um, And I think I've said this plenty of times on this show and also another like kind of a weekly recap show that I do um, also uh, here and there is, you know, I was a hugely toxic raid leader when I was a raid leader. Like, Every like both times I was in position of being a raid leader, I was insanely toxic, like, you know, either um, yelling at people on one of them, one of my guilds back in like vanilla. And then another one was uh, just being very sarcastic and kind of uh, um, just not being the one you would like to treat people to make it because, you know, everybody's here to play the game and have fun. And that's like the one of the end goals. They want, they obviously people want to have fur be world first and and go to that atmosphere. Uh, which we'll definitely get into a little bit later about the change in that from what it was to now it is now, uh, which kind of brought up a lot of these things, especially with method, for instance. Um, but uh, yeah, 
good to see that you know you're looking self-reflection is always a key to any raid leader out there and i definitely tell every raid leader gm um or even raider or anybody the class officer you know do some self-reflection with these times going on and make sure that you're upholding to the standards that you want your members to be you know not just yourself but also your members and just go from there um, but the one thing I think people would want to know is, I guess, what's going to happen with Imperative. I know you said that you're going to continue on and you're looking for this next expansion to be like one of your biggest uh, and maybe make a strive to get potentially go for that world first, maybe U.S. first at least at minimum or you know, second, but at least try to go for the world first. But uh, how uh, with with the uh, I guess what, is Sean stepping down currently and then you're is that is that what the current path is? Well, I mean, like, so, like, the big picture goal for the guild is kind of, you know, it's just to get to the point where we're at least, you know, competitive near the top. I don't know. I'm, I'm always, like, very hesitant to put specific numbers on something because I know the weight that that can carry. Like, uh, you know, spe- specifically speaking from, like, doing the Blood Legion stuff for for as long as we did. And, you know, like, the fact that we kept coming in world second, that's extremely good. But the problem was the goal was first, right? And it's like, uh, you know, not, even though you're coming in world second, if your goal is world first, it's still a failure. You know what I mean? So it's like, Mm -hmm. that's why you have to be extremely careful with, you know, what you're setting. Because, I mean, that ultimately was the the biggest reason that the guild kind of just like slowly, slowly, like, uh, ended up, Basically, it was ultimately the reason that we ended up, you know, stepping down from hardcore rating. There's plenty of other variables in it. I mean, it's like a so many layers to that. We could talk about it forever. But I mean, I think that that, you know, looking back on it, that was definitely one of the biggest reasons. Uh, so it's like I always try and be careful with that when I'm talking to these guys about like, you know, our goals. So I think the, 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 the biggest thing I try to get across to them is just like I just want us to always be making like improvements. And I know that sounds pretty cliche, but it's kind of the truth, you know. So it's like we made the guild in December. The patch came out in January and like, you know, the roster was basically a bunch of random people that just thought they wanted a hardcore raid. A lot of people hadn't done it before. And, you know, I was just kind of like, you know, this is, this is just what I've got to work with. Let's try to make it happen. So, I mean, like the number one advantage that we had was just time. So like, you know, mm-hmm. we're and, and what, uh, what I mean by that is just like, we could raid a lot. And even though they weren't efficient hours, they were still hours, you know? So like, you know, I just use that to, the best like so you know kind of burn the candle on both ends a lot of the places uh but you know i i I was hoping going into the tier we would be somewhere around the 20 world 20 mark and uh we ended up doing decently all the way up until ilganoth i know we killed rod in the first reset we're only a handful of guilds uh had you know i think it was like 15 or less than 20 i'm pretty sure killed right in the first reset i want to say and you know we were in there at that group I think we just really um, we lost a lot of time on Ilganoth. That was for you know a multitude of reasons. Uh, we struggled with that boss pretty hard, and um, I think we ended up wrapping up the tier. I think world thirty eighth or thirty seventh or something. So I mean, all in all, I, I don't think that it was horrible. I would have liked to have done a little bit better, but I think looking back on like our screenshot of the first boss at Rathion, that there's only right now there's like seven people that were in the raid right there, or right then that are still in the guild. So, I mean, we've pretty aggressively, or we, you know, we've rotated out the, uh, you know, weaker parts of the roster pretty aggressively and, uh, you know, uh, very confident we'll be able to improve going into Shadowlands. But, uh, yeah, so the, the goal specifically would just be to improve on where we're at now, hopefully around, like I said, the top 20 mark ish. Um, as far as the Sean stuff goes, 
you know, he, he whenever that was going on, uh, you know, he removed himself from the guild and, you know, uh, talked to him quite a bit after that. And, uh, you know, I want to see I want to see him, you know, make, you know, some of the changes is pretty clear. You know, he needs to make and, you know, I, I know he's I've already talked to him and he's committed to doing that. And we're just going to kind of take it a little, you know, uh, more so patient. I don't rush into anything. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I uh, put him back at casual rank in the guild. And, you know, we're just kind of going to go from there, give it some time and hopefully be able to work something out. But I'm not entirely sure how that's going to play out. We're just going to kind of take it how it goes. No, yeah, that definitely makes sense. And especially with someone that you started the guild with, it's probably, you know, more home hitting home, I guess, in a sense, uh, with what's what's going on and glad to see that you are working things out and i know that there's going to be a lot of fans coming over from the blood legion days uh to root for you guys and you know you did do top 10 us so i don't want to say you know you didn't do too bad for the first you know first time out in the the wilderness um but uh but but glad to see that you're working for getting the guild uh you know closer up there uh yeah 38 world 10 us um for the first time out as a, as a main guild um, have you had like a lot of turnover since then in, in the guild itself or have you been yeah, a lot uh, of, uh, a lot of on purpose turnover, like not people that are like, I don't want to, it's more like, Hey, this yeah. <laughs> isn't working out like, yeah, it's like, we're, you know, we're, so this we're is not be... for me type people, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, I, I, I am, I am way more confident, uh, in the roster right now, you know, than I was, uh, you know, when we made the guild and I think it's just like slow and steady uh, improvements you know it, it, it's anytime you're doing this a lot of people look at it like it's just like flipping a switch and uh it's just quite the opposite you know it's just it's more just like a it's it, it's it's absolutely more of a marathon than a sprint like everything that you do as a guild because like you know every single person that you rotate out even if that person was like subpar or you know bad you know just even replacing them with a better player you still have to like get the chemistry you still have to get like you know all of the you know the comfort factor and things like that all these things have to get like ironed out you can't just you know i mean look back at that uh, the one guild i think they made a few years ago when method was kind of like yeah i don't remember if they like fully broke up or no, like yeah they kind were like of half broke, broke up. up yeah um yeah. Oh, man i forget the name i think it was like serenity or yeah, whatever but yeah, like serenity, that, yeah. yeah we're like a few of the like the raid uh the either i think it was a couple raid officers and a, and a majority of like the raid core left and, yeah, so it's they, uh, they did good for one tier, then that was it. Then just methods. Yeah, I think they, they never ended up even finishing world first. I'm pretty sure. I think uh, Exorcist got some of them, and then uh, I forget who the there was one other guild, but I think they they came in just shy of world first themselves. I mean, so and that was a roster full of like you know really crazy good talent and things like that. So I guess hope what I'm getting at is just like you know even whenever you have the talent it's still other things you know whether it be like strategy leadership chemistry uh you know uh, all that stuff it it, it plays a part you know it's the whole team element of all this stuff Mm -hmm. no yeah yeah definitely uh you know being a raid leader you have to make sure you have like you know i think you know the foot correct foot shoulders in front of you you know you have to make sure you have everybody lined up and you know someone that might just be just put the head down dps right you know they don't need to worry about anything else like you point them and they go dps like they don't need to think about any strategy they just show up day in day out and just do their job um and yeah, there's always room for like one or two of those the glass yeah. cannons where it's like <laughs> yeah just don't give this guy crazy mechanics just, just <laughs> don't make him, him think right like the yeah. meathead you know <laughs> just, just point them at the boss and say there you go <laughs> um no, nobody that's like gonna have to worry about too much 
Um, but, uh, you know, kind of, I guess kind of jumping into that a little bit, talking about like, uh, you know, we did touch on a little bit with method, um, just to kind of get out, out of the way for, cause I know some people are probably curious about your thoughts on it. Um, you know, I know you've had some, said some things on like, uh, publicly, like on Twitter, for instance, regarding everything. Um, but I, I think we did also t- touch on this and this is, um, one of the things that has been, I've been thinking of for a while now, especially with the world first race for world first being more publicized. Uh, do you think that big money, meaning partnerships, uh, sponsors, uh, getting actually into the world first race and being involved in that point and into guilds in themselves, which can be great for, you know, for, uh, Ray leaders, GMs, cause it's a lot of time. Like people to understand that this isn't like, Oh, we're going to be six hours a day and we just have time. I mean, some people have full-time jobs and then they have to go do this where maybe they can go to a part-time job and raid and then be able to do this as like part-time. So it is something that can help a guild out, you know, successfully help a guild out. Um, do you think that being involved though is potentially could have shadowed some of these issues where they were like, well, that's, you know, it's an allegation. It's not nothing that we're not going to take any steps. We're not going to do anything because he's a good raider. Does that make sense? Is that my question? I want to make sure my question makes sense because that's, that's at least from what I've been seeing and my thoughts on it. Is that, do you think that's something that maybe, do you think that caused any issues in them potentially making a decision that would be, if it was any other time, like, you know, back in Blood Legion days when there was no sponsorships, you know, that type of thing. Do you think there's a difference as a result of that? Uh, I think there's a difference, but I think it's on the, I don't know. I guess it depends on who you talk to. I think it's just, so the difference, in my opinion, it's like, I, I think people are going to treat it more. Um, you know, I'm not saying that they should, but I, I think people are going to be more, uh, what's the best way to put it? Like, you know, if, if, especially now after all this stuff has happened, like if somebody brings up this type of thing, it's like, you want to, you want to make sure you like distance the guild from any of that stuff more so now than you probably would have in the past. And again, I'm not saying that, that in the past, that would have been the right way to go about it. I'm just saying that with the amount of like eyes and publicity and stuff like that on there, it just puts the, the guild in kind of like a spotlight and under a microscope type deal. So they're going to make sure that they, you know, avoid another situation like what you saw happen with, 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 with method and whatnot. So, so do you think it's more of just that? I mean, to me that that almost sounds like a good thing though, too, right? Because no, you want, no, no, I think overall it is a good thing. I'm just saying it's different from how it would have been prior because there wasn't nearly the amount of eyes or mm-hmm. accountability and stuff in place. Well, yeah. Cause like back in the day, it was just, you know, some guy, you know, friends, you know, some guys and gals getting together and, you know, rating, like it was just having fun playing the game, trying to beat the boss. You know, that was it. They didn't really, most people, at least from my day going all, you know, again, all the way back to vanilla is just being, Hey, just show up and have fun. Let's play some games. And that's pretty much it. That was the attitude board uh, by it. Whereas now with race for world first publicity, and then is it because guilds are more brands now? Is that, is that kind of what you're, you're kind of coming from? Is that guilds have like, they're more of a brand than, than more of just like a place to hang out at like a grouping. Uh, a little of both. I, I, I like, like take, you know, I think, I think method and limit are kind of in their own, like basically any of the guilds are already like, you know, hard sponsored or, mm-hmm. you know, um, that I think that that's kind of a completely separate can of worms because they do have the, you know, they already have to protect the, you know, brand in that regard. And then like for guilds that are kind of like where ours is at where like we want to get to that point you know it's like it's not like we can just like ignore this stuff because we don't have like a sponsor or something we're still 
want to, you know, because it's like, I don't know, the way that I view it is you want to pretty much be handling stuff in very similar fashion the whole way because, you know, it's not like you just want to be this, you know, meme guild that doesn't give a shit and things like that. Like, you know, and then, oh, oh cool, we got a sponsor. Now let's just, we have to completely do everything the exact opposite of what we have been. I'm more of the, you practice like you play, play like you practice type mm-hmm. mindset where it's like, you know, I wanted to make sure that we, you know, and I'm not sitting here trying to say that, you know, our guild, you know, plenty of people meme about our guild and things like that. Like I, I'm well aware, but it's like anybody that's watched our streams or, uh, you know, have paid attention to, you know, how things are handled on our end. Like, you know, people can meme about it, but at the end of the day, like I make sure that, you know, everything is as accountable as possible, you know, and, you know, it, it, and also that's a very slippery slope because you've got like kind of, you know, the quote unquote cancel culture about a lot of this stuff. And, you know, like that's kind of ties into what I was saying earlier, where it's just like, you know, people just, a lot of people just want to see, you know, I touched on in that, that post that I made uh, last week or whatever. It just a lot of people just want to see shit burn, you know, and it's just like, that's cool and all, but at the same time, like it doesn't really get you anywhere. Like, you know, some, sometimes there's stuff is, you know, you have to experience some things, learn from it as a group and like adjust like going forward. And I know in some cases, unfortunately, like in Method's case, it wasn't really a position where they could have a second chance, you know, or, you know, I'm sure mm-hmm. they wish they would have, but, you know, it's just, I think, but at the same time, I think that situation was so like just leaps and bounds past any level of like, you know, this is okay or something. I mean, that was just, you know, beyond vile. So, I mean, it's just like, it just sucks that a lot of, you know, I've known those method guys a lot, not all of them, but a lot of them I've known for a very long time. Like, and it just, you know, there, there are good people that got caught up in a bad situation and it just, you know, I, I, I genuinely feel bad looking back at it, you know, especially for the guys that have been there for the whole trip, you know, mm-hmm. before there was well, money like involved. I mean, before. He's been on the show plenty of times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like just wait, go, yeah, him, Roger, like all these guys, you know, these are, these are good guys that, you know, got caught up in this. And, you know, it's very clear at this point that the, the, the one person was telling them one thing, but it was the opposite of what reality was. And, you know, they're, you know, believing their, you know, teammate to a fault, you know, and I, I think like, you know, if you would give them the opportunity to handle the situation differently, there's no doubt in my mind they would. And it's just, it just, the, the, the shitty part about it is just like, no matter how you spin it, this is, this hurts like our scene, like as a whole, not just from the, you know, like EU versus NA sphere. No, no. I guess what I'm trying to say is it's like, cause it's like two separate components, right? It's like just the, the horrible acts. And then the, you know, the people that suffered due to the horrible acts, that's, that's horrible in its own right. But then like for the scene specifically losing such a powerhouse of like yeah. a, you know, like a, basically like a pioneer in the scene as far as what methods been able to do and like what the, you know, the amount of influence that they've, you know, had and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's just, it sucks to see that go under, but I mean, like, uh, you know, G already has that clip circulating around where, you know, I think they said they had like a four hour meeting and they're the vast majority of the raid team is, you know, agreed to just kind of rebrand and keep going for world first and stuff. So that's, that's very promising to see it's, but, uh, you know, anything short of another org kind of stepping in and, you know, I saw the G2 owner or CEO or whatever posting. So, I mean, like, I think best case scenario would be these people just stepping in and it kind of not missing too much of a beat, but no matter how you spin it, just, you know, not having method, which is one of the OG 
gills that goes all the way back to like vanilla and stuff like it's uh it's just bad times man yeah i mean i i definitely yeah, i agree with you on there about the and again a lot of it has to do with the brand right i mean we we kind of going in this where it's a little bit of a shift from guilds were just a group of people to now it's 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 shifting to more of like a brand and i mean you still want to have that group of people you're still going to have that but it also you have to think about it as a whole as for on a brand level and you know there are manipulators across the board for everything and the one thing that uh i and i want to touch on a little bit because it's more of my thoughts of potentially what this could uh go into which uh is that potentially a fear of like a sabotage during a world first race of someone you know maliciously trying to sabotage a guild that is at the top just because their guild is like second or their favorite guild is second do you have any fear of that type of thing regarding that uh going forward or do you think that th that's just more of a uh like you know looking too much into it mm. I don't know. I mean, I think it's always existed to an extent. Like we've always. I mean, there's always been sabotage, right? Like, like DDoS has always yeah, been. Yeah, yeah. You know, people yeah, like, hacking accounts. You know, or people like uh, you know back before, like all the way up through basically like WAD and whatnot. But I guess all the way through. What was the first tier that they streamed? I don't remember exactly. I think it was Old Deer, right? Yeah, I think like, I this, think so. This yeah. tier, like first tier BFA. Yeah. So basically, all the way up through Legion. Uh, you know, progress was uh, was not streamed and, and such by the super top guilds. But, you know, the intel thievery and all that stuff, mm -hmm. you know, like the links that people would go to, you know, find out. Did I remember like sitting, you know, people that weren't in the raid, we would have like camped on their server on level ones, just refreshing their guild list and like timing the uh, oh, like run backs between when they would wipe and go back yeah. in. So, yeah, it's <laughs> like, to find out how far they were getting in the encounter yeah. and then like writing down comps and we would have like spreadsheets to like kind of, you know, make sure that we were, you know, okay, well, they're doing this. Is there a reason that maybe we could be doing this and stuff like that? But like, you know, and then like to combat that, we would, I know like in Heart of Fear when we won the race, like we knew we had a really like firm edge in strategy on that fight because of the stuff that we came up with you know, we ended up using like, I think it was six druids and we had them all spec into heart of the wild. And like, you know, the ads hit to the point where you couldn't tank them on top of each other. Cause they like amplified each other. But the thing is, if you had like, you know, the six tanks, every tank could tank one ad basically, you know, mm -hmm. and it was manageable. So like we would just rotate or I think it was like four tanks and then you'd rotate. Yeah. I think it was four. Yeah. Per, the first strategy yeah, was so, four. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the, the way we kept people from, stealing our strat is i had anybody that wasn't in the raid group form a second raid and then zone into heart of fear so like there would just be like you know 32 people from blood legion in heart of fear at any yeah. given point so there was impossible to get our actual like comp out of it you know so but um next, think, next level next level strats there <laughs> now, yeah, now it's just you I, just I, look I, at what's on there they're streaming and you just actually see yeah. what they're actually doing <laughs> Like what yeah, so that, that's going to transition. <laughs> yeah, it's like now the strategy is much more in the open and whatnot compared to what it was back then. And I think that now you end up, it ends up coming down more to, I mean, strategy is still super, super important, but now I think it ends up coming down more to just like consistency and skill level, which you could argue is a good thing. But at the same time, I guess it depends if you want to be in the whole camp where you feel like strategy should be weighted more heavily, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's worse that everything is streamed. It just kind of depends on what side of the fence you're on there. But uh, I think anytime you put a lot more eyes and like, you know, money and publicity and all that stuff involved with something, you're going to have people going to like greater extremes and that, you know, 
doesn't even necessarily, like you said, it doesn't have to be the guild that's behind. It could be fans of the guild that are behind, you know, and yeah. then you have people doing, you know, ridiculous stuff in that regard. So, I mean, I don't know. I think it's going to just continue to evolve and stuff like that and hopefully get to a point to where, you know, that type of, there could be, I don't know. I guess uh, one thing about that is the top two to three guilds end up going like on site to different places, whether it's like Red Bull or uh, the thing that Method did basically host their own event yeah. and things like that. I think that you're able to avoid a lot of that by doing stuff like that because it's, you know, everything's a lot more like centralized and you have more control over your basically like your entire guild. And, you know, there's nobody getting DDoS that way. There's nobody yeah. getting like, yeah, so. So, so do you think, do you think actually, I mean, I, I guess that's, that's one of those double-edged swords, right? Like, you know, it's good because it gets more exposure, but then it's bad that it gets, cause it gets more exposure as far as like the world first being sponsored by these large companies. Uh, but I mean, I, at least as from like a fan of watching it and just what fan of the scene and everything, it, it, I actually enjoy it a lot because you get the, it's like you're in the comms, right? Like that's the kind of feeling, especially yeah. I, I think Max did a great job at, for the limit streams. I mean, you know, Everybody joked about 26 members, you know, because <laughs> when he was in any, he was basically like the 26th member uh, at the Red Bull. I think he was at or the 21st. Red Bull arena. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when they, uh, I mean, a 21st, uh, when they got the, uh, when they got the kill, kill. And, uh, but, uh, I mean, that, I think that to me is, that seems more like the future of this, of the end game rating. You get like the top five, top 10 guilds, um, and you have them, you know, commentary, you have them, uh, you know, people there in, a, in an area. And then maybe that'll help out too. But it also, you know, lets people know that there are humans on the other side of this, these, the games, right? You know, it's not just a, a character. It's not just, a, it's a, there's a person behind that and you can, you know, have some lifelong friendships from someone that you might meet at one of these events um, for the uh, the world first race. And uh, it's, it's really interesting to what's going to happen now though. Like you state on method being gone. I mean, it's a huge vacuum now in their wake because of all, all the, uh, not just the, the name of it and the brand in the scene, but, uh, you know, they were known in other games. They had a lot of other players. Uh, they had, you know, fingers kind of almost in all the gaming scenes, the scenes in general. And, uh, to see what goes on from there, um, you know, with G2 potentially picking up some of them, which would be great. Um, and then, yeah, I did see, and also I think Scripe mentioned too, that, that they're talking about reforming of some kind. So, uh, we'll see what happens with the, the players that were just, I just want to play the game type of people. Um, but uh, overall, it's it's a sad situation. Um, but uh, you know, hopefully they can uh, you know that the players that were not involved at all are able to uh, you know pick pick the pieces back up. Yeah, no, I think one more thing I'd add in on that would just be like, you know, we're talking about like the future of all this, and I, I think ultimately it just comes down to like finding people that are able to invest money into it because I know that their interest is there and it's, you know, progression is always going to be the biggest spike of interest, but I do think that there are things that can be done, you know, like look at how MDI has kind of changed. Like dude, think back before mythic plus were a thing, think mm -hmm. about how much of a joke five mans were. And then all of a sudden <laughs> yep. you find a way to, you know, make them competitive. And then you find ways to, you know, you've got like the MDI uh, scene and stuff set up. And now all of a sudden that's like a premiere, like, you know, part of, what people care about in the game is just mythic plus and you know mdi and things like that so i think in the future at least hopefully i hope so at least is you know having having people like 
step in and do the raid races and offering like, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, people do it now. They've been doing it. I know we did that worldwide Dragon Soul challenge back in like 2011 or 2012 or whenever it was. And then like, uh, you know, Razor did a few of those events. And then I think they've done them off and on sporadically. And I think they they just had one method versus aversion a couple months ago in Nyalotha. But I mean, like, uh, you know, if, if people would commit to doing something like that and, you know, basically wherever the money goes is going to be kind of like where the, the stuff is able to grow. Cause there's a ton of potential in all this. And just, you know, if people are able to network or however it works, I mean, uh, you know, if, if, if money is able to find its way into it, I think that the, you know, interest is going to follow it there. Cause I mean, you know, like, let's say it's a, you know, X amount of, you know, however many thousand dollars to the winner of this raid race, you know, it, it's going to make a lot more interest in, you know, instead of just like two months of game time or some shit, you know? No, yeah, no, definitely. And, uh, I think, I think it's, we'll have to wait and see, and you know, it's going to be really strange. I mean, we're, we're quite a ways away. I mean, I'm hearing potentially January at this, at this rate. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with like the release and when the first raid happens, but, uh, I think that's that's we'll we'll have to see how it is how it goes, but um, but uh, yeah, I mean it, it, it's one of those things you just have to keep your keep yours too. Have, have to keep yours too and, and keep moving forward. Uh, but I just want to make a quick statement uh, just to make sure that people don't understand that you know what has done in method and how they handle things definitely not condoned by myself and I'm I would presume rigorous as well for the individuals in question individuals in question. Uh, what they had done was you know a. a Appallant, if that's a correct Usable, word. Yeah. It's do not do that stuff. Never. I mean, that is just not just in societal, but or morally or anything like that. But it's just something that you do not do. Um, and you know, not just legally, but it's just something that we should not ever want to have any of our members or any of our guild guild teammates, uh, officers, staff, any any along those lines of act uh, similarly to how it was they uh, uh, acted. Um, so just, just want to make a clear, clear statement just in case people, cause we're talking about method, we're talking about the Raiders. I mean, cause there are people and like, I think you said it perfectly rigorous is that, uh, there are this collateral damage with some of these things. And yeah. like you said, people, you know, it, yeah, there, you, you do want to, you know, highlight the person or persons in this case with method that maybe acted inappropriately and, you know, deal with those issues as they, as they come acro- across. And I'm sure going forward, there's probably policies you're working on too for imperative, right? Like, you have yeah, we're policies. talking about doing like a code of conduct and things like that. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's like, I mean, I, it's I, I think you, it's it was stuff you used to like, just think of, Oh, everybody should be this way. But I mean, it does make sense yeah. to have something in writing because then you can show your fans because there might be someone that, you know, if you get a merch deal, which some of these, I mean, like method, we take putting method in is like, this is like the goal of every guild was to be like method because right. you know, they had, they had, they were able to provide well for their braiders. They're able to make sure that if they had to take time off from work an unexcused time, they could pay them. They shared. I mean, the, one of the things that people don't realize is that they shared all their, their revenue for the raid across all the donations about all the streams that they did. And that they didn't have to do that. Like some of the streams got way more views than some of the other ones and way more donations because they're more of a popular streamer, but they were able to share across all the members. And so, you know, they were able to, you know, spread the wealth as you would say. And, and as a result of this, it's like, that's just kind of like, you know, shotgun all that away from them. But for, for me, from my perspective as some of them, I mean, we don't all know the involvement of all the members, you know, the whole so-called who did know what type of scenario that's been going on over Twitter and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, 
just have to take it and say, you know, there's definitely going to be people on the team and people within the organization. Some of the people not even related to the WoW team had no idea who this person was or people were. And, you know, that's just you have to take it as, you know, each person just because they're associated with them doesn't mean necessarily that they are they are the one that caused it or they knew something. And so please don't go out there and like harass people. Um, you know, the, there's the people that cause these issues or, or cause these scenarios are the ones that were removed and have are being dealt with as a result of that. Um, but, you know, wish the members the best, uh, the people the best that were affected by this, uh, not just WoW players, but Smash, uh, uh, like you said, MDI as well, um, or just streamers. Like they had a lot of sponsored streamers yeah, that people Dota. just streamed, right? I mean, people that just, they just played games. They didn't even play WoW. They played other games and that they were sponsored by Method and as a result, uh, maybe they're able to take time off from their job or be able to, to approach this separately. Um, but yeah, just just be nice out there and be nice to everybody. Um, I guess that's that's my way of thinking it these days. I'm an old man now, I guess. I guess Riggs, no more of that yeah. yelling and screaming at people that I used, used to do. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think that's a good good way to kind of pivot off of that and get to a little more uh, different stuff. Um, we'll leave uh, one of the ish, one of the things we talked about till the end. I think it's going to be better at that point uh, than talk about it now. It's a little getting away from the serious, getting to more of the fun fun stuff coming up, um, which is the next expansion, Shadowlands. Um, there's a couple things to touch on there. And um, have you actually had a chance to go in the game and and play around in there? Yeah, I mean, I've uh, got alpha access or whatever. I'm not sure if you saw the uh, method had the dungeon race event i think it was like last month i think on the 11th or mm-hmm. in the middle of june or whatever and you know we basically uh it was like mdi without trash count for you know the the alpha dungeons because there's no way to you know enforce a specific number of trash mobs killed in um i don't know i'm I, i'm definitely excited for it but at the same time i've been around blizzard long enough to know better <laughs> than to get my hopes up too much you know yeah. so it's like i i like that a lot of you know like playing uh i I ended up doing no healer uh, for the runs that we were doing. And these are just normals. So, I mean, it's not like crazy, but it was all, they're also just like pre-made template characters that aren't mm-hmm. even max level. So like uh, it was still, you know, challenging to figure out ways to do all these strats that we were trying to do with no healer. And I, I was able to do it like on uh, monk DH and DK were the three classes that I played the most. And uh, you know, I, I think all in all, DK, especially uh, the, the, a lot of the changes to DK blood DK uh, are, very good. I think the tweaks that they're making to Vengeance Demon Hunter are also good. Um, and Monk, even, you know, you're getting back like Touch of Death, which is, is pretty big. And then uh, just kind of little talent reworks and things like that as well. So, uh, oh, and also like Celestial Brew. It's like absolutely. But that's, I ended up playing Monk in the actual race itself just because the amount of uh, utility Touch of Death provides, you know, like the being able to like Fort Brew Touch of Death a mob you could just like delete a mob from like, you know, 15% or something. And it just was, you know, shaving seconds off of the, the timer that way. So, um, but who knows, man, at the end of the day, it's just going to come down on whether or not Blizzard is able to balance this properly. You know, it could mm-hmm. be, yep. uh, and I, a lot of the GCD stuff, I know they've taken like rune tap off of pretty sure rune tap was taken off of GCD, uh, I, I saw posted that was after we did the event, but I could be wrong on that. And maybe it was blood tap. One of the, it, I know one of the blood DK abilities got taken off GCD. So hopefully they continue down that path and remove a lot of the GCD changes as well. And I mean, like, I know it's pretty crazy, but 
there's a tweet on my Twitter. If you go back and look at it in, I think it was wad where I even, it's, it's kind of eerie to go back and read it where I pointed out that like all of these ability pruning and things like that are, are going to just ruin class design. And I, I even reference in there, like hopefully in three expansions, it will be back to, you know, normal, like actually what I said in the For, tweet forecasting, and right? Yeah. It, it's just one of, one of those like aged, like wine, you know, Reddit <laughs> posts where it's just like, this is, this could not be more true. Cause it's, a, it's with Shadowlands coming out, that will be the third X pack. Like, and it's like, now they're finally getting back to the point where, you know, a lot of the abilities are finding this way back. Like Clash is coming back for a monk. You know, I've yep. been an advocate for that for a long time. And I don't know, it's just like, I don't ever want to fall into the category. Like, I'm happy that it's it's getting added back. But at the same time, it, it, it still makes me annoyed that I, what's the best way to put it? Like, I feel like we shouldn't have to be happy to get something that we already had before. It's kind of like Stockholm yeah. syndrome, right? Yep. Like your captor is like taking away your, you know, your freedoms and, you know, you're like the, and the, they're, they're slowly giving them back and you're happy that you get what you already had before. So it's just like, it's, it's kind of weird. No. Yeah. I mean, I, and yeah, definitely. And uh, rune tap is now off the GCD. It was on the GCD and then they just removed it. Um, as of, I, I was a uh, June yep. at least, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with that with the, when they pruned it so long ago, it just felt like they kind of took away the class identity across the board from for specifically for monk too because it was such a new class that at, even at the time that they just kind of removed a lot of the flavor to it that made a lot of people enjoy it when it came out in miss and uh having adding some of that stuff back is definitely going to make it more interesting too because it's potentially could uh be in the wake of mechanics for raid bosses you know a lot of things is you have to look at your tool bag and now it seems like everybody has a larger tool bag right to be able to um utilize going forward in the expansion um but it's, it's kind of interesting when you mentioned for monk because you know for the longest time monk was uh it's a good tank right people are like oh this is pretty good pretty good tank pretty good tank and then it's like everybody's a monk and then it seemed like they're the best tank um and then you mentioning uh dk which i know you it's you know you're one of your oldest tanks i think since it came out yeah um what is, is it is it just is it still going to be potentially where you are going to have to roll with two tanks in a raid, or are you going to really focus on one? Uh, at least as far as from, from your understanding, I mean, we don't really know too much. At least I don't really know too much about the raids coming forward and how it's going to be structured. But what are your thoughts on that? Is it, do you think it's going to be a dual tank scenario? Would you prefer that, or are you going to think of just focusing on one? Are you talking about like the the guild, like both running the same tank? Or are you talking yeah, about no, each like, like uh, person that's playing like you, a tank like have for two like options? If, like going into the next uh, raid, are you going to be? Uh, I mean, I know you probably haven't chosen like which tank you're going to work with. I mean, I, I figured it'd probably be Blood DK since you're you kind of know that like the back of your hand, and then and then uh, Brewmaster probably right behind that, or uh, yeah, uh, or like any other tank. But are you going to be thinking? Is this going to be potentially from what you know and what you've experienced or discussions that maybe you have had? Are, are you, is it going to be like a dual tank scenario where you can have dual tanks, where you can have like a fully geared DK and a fully geared monk, for instance, uh, in uh, a raid? Or are you feeling like you I, might focus on one? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that like looking back at it, like the, I don't think you've ever really been able to fully maintain two tanks. Like the, the way you would really want to have it, I think optimally would be whichever tanks that you are thinking are going to be well, you would have them as geared as possible going into the 
raid, but once the raid starts on Mythic Prog, whatever tank you have chosen is you're kind of locked into that unless there's like one specific fight where it's going to be something like very niche where you need like, you know, like a bubble taunt or like, you know, basically just like something that one class can do that nothing else can and doesn't really matter about your gear type thing. Like take, uh, this isn't really uh, a good example, but it kind of is at the same time. Like take dress to Geth. The fight wasn't really hard enough to where it was, needed you to require swapping tanks, but that would have been a situation where like blood decay was like pretty ass at that because you have like no mobility and like a vengeance demon hunter, you can just like leap around or like a monk. You can like, you know, basically anything with like high mobility was better on that because you could just get to whatever tentacle you needed like immediately and things of that nature. But again, it, it, it's kind of a not so prime example because it's, you know, the fight ended up being doable with any comp. I'm just trying to, you know, mm-hmm. oh, outline yeah. the yeah the the well, it's principle also, behind it. But. It's also kind of like I think the old, going way back is like Thok, where you wanted to get like I think it was a a, a warrior or like when uh, you know like kind of you know even way monk back on Lei Shin would monk on Lei Shin yeah. would be a really good example because you would speed taunt between the pylons and like take a ton of exactly. extra or less raid damage and stuff or, like or that. Or like yeah, you so. needed a raid cooldown just just because that you would be. Bring that in. Yeah, like I, I tanked on my blood decay all the way up until we got to Lei Shin, and then I swapped to the monk. That would be a situation where that did happen, but the vast majority of the time, you pretty much end up playing the tank that you already have all the mythic gear on from doing the, you know, each each piece of mythic gear is a pretty big deal, like during, you know, prog and whatever. So, like, let's say you've got three pieces of gear on this, and, you know, I mean, it's, again, it's not like the ultimate deciding factor, but it is a, it would have to take something very drastic to, you know, um, make you change tank classes to something with, you know, inferior gear at that point. Now going into loot though, specifically, you know, legendaries now are becoming craftable. That's going to be now in this next expansion for the first time is like, you can actually craft a legendary is, do you, do you see that being an issue as far as being like a, a raid leader GM is, is, I mean, it's kind of like how it was before, right? With, oh, you had to have all your, uh, you know, have uh, your weapon upgrades. You had to have all your, you know, honor badges back in the day. You, know, you had to make sure you everybody capped out. Is this going to be one of the, like the another, just another thing that everybody has to make sure that they get everything they need to get done, like the gear to get up to the max gear? Or how would you navigate that if, say, someone was not able to get, like, say, crafted legendary? Or are you going to be make it to where uh, you're, is it just another tool to be able to feed, like, the players that need it, the the gear? Yeah, I think it ultimately is just going to come down to how they end up finalizing because all this stuff's kind of going to shift several times over before the release. But I mean, it's it's it kind of like doesn't really matter if it's you know a legendary or just like uh you know whatever carrot on a you know AP in your neck or like AP in your weapon or you know whatever carrot on a stick they put in place. Like it's just going to be that's that is the you know grind mechanic of this specific tier so i mean it's whatever that ends up being is what people are going to have to work towards and you know optimally you know barring you know we're kind of still waiting to see the you know system changes and stuff like that as far as like how alts how alt friendly the expansion is going to be you know i mean it's like there's a certain point where you hit like diminishing returns on like time invested versus reward but we're gonna have to wait until it gets a little bit closer to get any type of like finalized numbers i would say you know if past expansions have been any sort of indicator, it would be, you know, you're, you're looking at maintaining like, you know, 
several characters up front specifically for like splits and you know i, I know they i would love for them to bring master looter back but i, yeah, I was just gonna point, ask you knew you knew where i was yeah. going <laughs> yeah it's uh, I think it's safe to say at this point that they're not going back down. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, that's one of the things, specifically even guild runs, right? Like, I understand the personal loot for, like, non-guild runs, but I feel like, you know, when you zone in with X amount of people that are in the, the guild into a, a, a raid, you know, the, the icon even changes to on the, the little mini-map to yep. where it's, you know, a guild run. So, like, yeah. You know, or like it, a, a I, I feel like it should too. be an option for that at least because it's it's so, I can't tell you how frustrating it is to have to deal with the personal <laughs> loot compared to yeah. how easy master loot was. Well, I mean, and I mean, I, I can understand like there's that again, it's, it's kind of a double edged sword for Blizzard on that front. I can see where they a little bit, although also is that they're able to curtail with master looter not being there is people selling guild selling runs like that was pretty frivolous, like and people were doing it for in, like real world money at some points. For some guilds were doing that. Well, I mean, anybody that was, I don't know, anybody that was doing that would, I mean, not anybody. I know a lot of people cut down on like RMT when Blizzard like buckled down on it a lot, uh-huh. but the selling runs like for whatever gold, <clears throat> I don't think that, that, I don't think personal loot really changed that in so much. I think the the number one reason that they did it is just to cut down on the amount of trouble tickets and whatnot that they got <laughs> oh, about <whoops>. loot because <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's, that yeah. is their, their, you know, this is kind of a byproduct of, their business model more than yeah. anything like they're they're they've cut down on so many like look at the average like experience you have with blizzard customer service now compared to the average experience that you had like you know six seven eight years ago and it's like night and day difference i remember just being able to like put in a ticket and just i felt like it didn't matter what the issue was it would get resolved and like now i remember like i got a warning on my account for arguing with a gm like two months ago about like uh you know a piece of gear was given out and accidentally uh went to the wrong person and then it was equipped and i was just like i'm i need this to change you know because it was like a big piece of gear and they basically were just like very i don't want to use the term aggressive but it was just kind of shocking because i'm just like wow this Mm -hmm. is so different than i remember ever having to deal with you know customer service it's just it's very frustrating but that it's one of those things that's not changing i'm pretty sure yeah i mean i i agree with you wholeheartedly and i think it's just again it's like you said it's the thing that they had for so long and they take away and then it's like once they take it away you realize how good it was especially for being a raid guild um and i definitely agree and i i don't think there's any i don't think there would be one person out there that would disagree one raider uh in, a, in like a, a mythic raider i would say that if they're in a guild run and the loot is turned to uh master looter that that'd be a lot better in their run like for them to be able to do something on that i think that's just be helping out the guild a lot more um i mean they have like roles now too right so that's can kind of fill the gap for players that might not be getting something and you can hopefully that yeah. they'll get it and then you know you can reap the reward like if you get three rare trinkets or something and then all of a sudden they roll one too and then all of a sudden you have four it can really boost your guild and really help you with killing the next boss um again yeah i agree with you i mean the yeah i just can imagine the, the amount of tickets of people like saying uh you know or someone offering gold or something like hey give me a, a thousand gold and i'll give you this belt and like okay sure then they put a ticket in and they just get transferred you know stuff like that could happen too yeah. um so i can understand that but uh yeah very interesting uh what's what's going to happen though coming up in the in the next expansion i mean we're so far along away from it at this point uh, do you have any ideas of when it? Do you think it's going to launch? Um, I don't know. I think the coronavirus stuff has probably shifted it. I think before coronavirus, I would have said like November ish, but I I could totally see it 
getting delayed until late January. I mean, I know, well, I, I don't say I know, but like I would be shocked if they release something around the Christmas time frame. Mm-hmm. I know like uh, Dragon Soul they released. I know we killed no, yeah, Madness was, of yeah. Deathwing like on Christmas and yep. people were mad. They were like, these no life nerds. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, but yeah. it's like, uh, I don't know. It's, I, I, I would be shocked if they did, especially now with how much like publicity and stuff is involved with world first races. They want to have like people on staff, like to make sure that bosses get changed if they're broke. Cause I mean, that, that is another one of the big benefits of this is you don't have to deal with like blizzards ineptitude when it comes to like a boss being bugged. I can't tell you how many times in the past you were sitting there just fighting an unkillable boss because it's just like they added two extra zeros on something. And it's just like, it takes like six, seven, you know, 10 hours for something to get, you know, fixed. Whereas now if it's on stream and you've got tens of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people watching. Yep. It's a lot. It happens a lot faster. <laughs> oh, no, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I remember stuff even being like almost a week or two not being fixed still. And then everybody's killing the boss and they just go, huh, well, they're killing it. So let's just leave it in there. Yeah. Um, versus like now it's like some, a guild kills a couple guilds kill the boss and they're like, oh, this is too easy. They're like, oh, but so many guilds have killed it so far. Well, let's just leave it alone because they've killed it. You know, you know, it's one of those back and forth things with, with bosses. But uh, um, yeah, um, so yeah. So I, I agree with you as well. I think it, they're probably looking at uh, uh, either uh, right after BlizzCon or, um, you know, probably bef- maybe even before that. They're, they could even been targeting September like uh, Siege was when that was released. But Everything's kind of been pushed back. It would not surprise me, yeah, if it's if it's January or February when the raid is released. Um, I think it wouldn't surprise me though if the, the expansion. I think the expansion has to be released this year due to E regulations because they did do pre-orders, and I think there's a date instead in 2020, if I recall correctly, on the actual like when they did the pre-order because yeah. EU is very strange with regular. You have to tell them like if they're pre-ordering when it's actually coming out, and I think I said like quarter four 2020 or something along those lines, but. I would expect a BlizzCon with I'm doing like air quotes here with like, you know, renouncing the expansion and like, hey, it's going to be coming out this date. You can you, it's on the way or just having like a because there's no BlizzCon this year being like in a, some kind of stream of some kind, some kind of virtual yep. BlizzCon. Um, I'm sure we're going to find out. I think Wednesday the 8th, I think it's just coming Wednesday. They're going to yes. have a huge like information dump. On yeah, I'm figuring stuff. that's probably when we'll, we'll know more uh, regarding that. Again, we're, we're recording here. Uh, uh, on the third so if anything happens from now until this comes out uh watch it'll be tomorrow but uh um you know <laughs> if it's from from the third to the fourth if something happened don't put it on either of us relate to anything said yeah. here today um you know it's just it's just one of those you know things that when you when you do a podcast that does take a little bit of time to get it get it set up um but uh but yeah i mean it's 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 really interesting about this next expansion shadowlands i think it's going to be one of the better ones um i think they're doing a lot of good stuff as far as the raid scene is concerned, um, but you never know. You never know. I mean, I don't even. I'm not even gonna get into it. I was gonna say something, but I don't want to jinx it. I think everybody knows what I'm gonna be talking about. If, if you're a fan of the show, if you listen for a while, uh, related to a certain class, I think that's the farthest I can go without getting <laughs> something happen. Yeah. For once in my life, well, no, twice it's been happened the entire time of the existence of it. Um, so I think I'll leave it there. I don't want to. Every time I bring it up, it something bad happens. So I don't want to want to say anything for all, all the fellows out there that might or uh, ladies and enjoy the class. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess we, we already kind of touched on it, but um, you know, kind of the, the goals for the next expansion, 
uh, for imperative. Uh, is it like you said? It's there. I guess low, lower goals than maybe most guilds would do. That are in, I, I would presume it would be in your in your seat as being a top ten U.S. guild. Um, are you just looking just to do better than the last expansion or the last tier? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't even say better. I think, like, a lot better, but not, like, I don't... I just I want to avoid, you know, like, oh, we're going for World First. I mean, I yeah. think it's one of the dumbest We don't want the letdown, do right? Like, yeah. You don't want to be like, yeah, yeah. oh, man, we you, suck. You know, this is yeah, it, we're so, done, you know, type of thing. I think anywhere around the top 20 world mark would be reasonable. And, uh, you know, I think as long as we keep making improvements on our roster, I, 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 I feel confident that we're able to do it. So, I mean, you know, I've been wrong before, or, you know, hopefully this time I'm, you know, we exceed you know the goals so i mean i don't know we'll see man i just i am just enjoying the ride this time around because mm -hmm. it's you know it's it's there's a certain level of uh enjoyment that just comes from there's one of the reasons that you know it wasn't like you know like when i came back I, you know i could have just got back in the mix with the the bl because the the squad that's rating right now is the one that we kind of put together at the end of legion to go into bfa and then like i said i did the first year of bfa with them and then uh stopped again and then they kind of just like kept going so when i came back this time it was kind of like just wanted a fresh start and you know try and do something you know because limit was pretty much like one of the only guilds that was doing crazy right hours mm -hmm. like for u.s guilds and it was kind of like you know there's a little bit of a you know because i mean limits insanely good obviously but they only have so many raid spots right so like say there's you know X amount of people that are, you know, in this region that want to push crazy hard hours, you know, they all can't raid in the same guild because that guild only has a certain amount of raid spots. So ultimately I would like this to get to a point to where we were, like I said, competitive, uh, not necessarily for world first, but just, you know, in the top five or something like that. I think that would be, I think anytime you're able to get, even in the world top 10, I think at that point, like as long as you're able to consistently be there, you can turn this into, something that you could, you know, make a living with doing. And yes, it's, you know, yeah. that's part of another, one of the reasons I wanted to do this is because I've been doing this so much of my adult life, you know, and it's something that I'm extremely knowledgeable about and just have a lot of experience with. So it's kind of like, you know, all these other people that are doing, you know, the, you know, the traditional RL stuff, you know, uh, that, you know, and that's fine. You know, it's just, but for whatever reason, or, you know, for, for, for several reasons, I've kind of chose to go down this path and, you know, it's just, I am just, I guess, choosing to continue further down this path instead of trying to hit the reset button and do something more traditional. So hopefully it works out. Yeah, no, I mean, and and I think, you know, just people out there might not, I mean, I think of a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, Blood Legion must be gone because you're on a different guild. And yeah, no, Blood Legion's still there with, like you said, uh, I think Zoom's is still, I think he's leading it. Yeah, Zoom, right? Dan's still, yeah, Zoom's still there. They're still, yeah, they're still raiding. They're just, uh, like I said, they're doing like, they do like limited hours per week and yeah. things like that just because yeah, it's, so you know, it's, it's the whole like hardcore casual approach. So, I mean, if anybody's looking for a, a guild that's, you know, they did pretty well. They killed the same reset as we did. Even uh, they, they did, they did extremely well for the amount of hours that they put in. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a lot of guilds like that too, that have very experienced players, but you know, they, they grow older and they have more responsibility, maybe job or family. And so they decide that they only want to work, you know, only want to do a few days a week. Um, but yeah, very, very excited. I mean, you were, you guys were right there though, as for, you know, us top us spot. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be limit for how many hours they were putting in, but, uh, you know, 24 seven almost. Um, but you got, uh, uh, Rodan, you're, uh, that was, I think you were top four us at that point, top 16 world. And you guys were like right there on the cusp. You were breaking top four, top 10. Um, yeah. you know, even and with, then we even got with the you in there. 
you know, <laughs> you were still playing, so it's not like it was a huge advantage. Um, but uh, but yeah, looking good, looking uh, you know, looking forward to what's going to happen going forward uh, with the guild and, and imperative. And uh, yeah, I think the next expansion, I'm I'm going to definitely be rooting for you guys to to keep going uh, and getting that getting that top spot. You know, always always good to see uh, you know more guilds come out though for us because. It seems like there's always these EU guilds out of nowhere that come up, and they're always really good. And then Exorcist, I don't know what they—they they must like grow raiders out there in Russia, but they—they they always like. Yeah, man. And then and then a couple of Chinese guilds just pop out of nowhere at like number five. You're like, I didn't even know they were raiding, and then all of a sudden there's this guild that just shows up, um, to get one of the world first spots. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, looking looking forward to the next expansion. Um, and then before we head out, you know, there was some you know recent news about yeah yesterday. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Rickful, one of the WoW streamers, passed away, and I just want to know if you've had any. Uh, I've had, I've you know watched him a couple times, but not really, and heard of him, but not really you know paid too much attention to him. Uh, but have you had any firsthand experiences being in the scene as long as you have uh, with Rickful at all? Uh, no, I mean I didn't know I w- I didn't know the guy uh, like extremely well or anything. I've, I've I've interacted with him in like passing and whatnot. Like I think. Uh, some of his PvP uh, team tried to get carries through us back in like uh, Firelands, I think, like for gear back then and things like that. But I mean, I know the impact that he's had, like on you know streaming specifically, and just like the WoW community, you know, Hearthstone. Like uh, he's been successful at several games and stuff like that. And I just uh, it's sad, I guess, is a you know anytime that type of thing happens, and especially to somebody that has had that much influence and impact, uh, you know, across the board, I think it's pretty evident by the amount of like, you know, love and support people showed yesterday, like kind of on Twitter and, you know, people are doing like in-game memorials, uh, on the classic servers and I mm-hmm. think live servers even. So. Yeah. Like as uh, was showcasing yeah. it, there was a bunch on uh, in-game and on Twitch, it's like everywhere. Um, and I, I think, I think it's kind of goes into this whole, I mean, it, it's weird cause it's been like a crazy week. And two weeks even with what's going on in the gaming sphere as far as uh, things coming out and, and knowledge coming out about uh, individuals. But uh, the one thing is, too, is to understand is that, you know, some people you may say, oh, well, if you need help, seek out it. Sometimes you need to initiate the help. If you have a friend or loved one that, you yep. know, may have some kind of uh, issues resolved, you know, similarly, uh, either they're going through a hard time. I mean, this is a tough time for most people, you know, being at home. Uh, some people, you know, maybe losing family members with the whole COVID situation going on. And so, you know, feel free to reach out, you know, make the initiative. Don't, you know, like as, as Raiders, that's kind of like how we're approached. Like we're, we're kind of grind into that as, or as Raid leaders too, is, you know, don't, you know, make the first push, make the first effort. Don't sit back and wait and let things happen. You know, if you want to strive to be successful, um, in the game, you know, that's usually what you want to do is, you know, be the first one to do something. Uh, so yeah, step out. If you have friends or, or guildmates or someone that you know, raid leaders even too. I mean, just check in on someone if you know it, that might help. Just saying, hey, how are you doing? That can always help for some people because at least they'll know someone's you know caring for them. Um, if it happens to be to where they're in a, a situation like this, and uh, we you know definitely our uh, you know prayers and and you know, thoughts and prayers out to uh, uh, Reckville's family and friends during this time, and uh, you know we. You know, like you said, we watched like it's basically like a like a grandfather. I think they call him like the Godfather of Twitch, basically, yeah. uh, of live streaming. I mean, he's one of the first big WoW WoW streamers out there. I mean, everybody knew about Reckful. Like, just you knew about him. Maybe you didn't watch him. Maybe you watched him a couple of times. Maybe it wasn't for you, but everybody knew about him. And so, uh, it's just an unfortunate situation happened. But 
uh, you know, I, I, I didn't want to end on a somber note, but I, I think I thought it was definitely pertinent to, to discuss it. Um, yeah, and I, I think the like tying onto that, it would just be you know what you're saying is like reach out to people and things like that. But I think this whole past couple of weeks and just this year in general, it's, it's been kind of like a you know eye opening experience for everybody, specifically in like you know our community and with all this stuff happening. And like I think it's it's very clear that you know it's, it's kind of like one of those like growing up moments for you know the the mm-hmm. our environment as a whole and just like people need to you know yes be active like be there for each other and at the same time like you know be active and like help people make changes that need to make changes you know it's like you know really good friends are not there you, you aren't telling people what they want to hear you're telling people what they need to hear you know what i mean yep. so it's like you know people need to keep that in mind and like you know the whole like like i mentioned earlier just like the accountability thing and and, and all this so, i mean it's just like hopefully you know we're able to look back on this down the road and just be like yeah that was you know kind of where the you know our community took a turn and, you know, things kind of shifted a little bit. Obviously there's not going to be some, you know, 180 degree shift. There's going to be a lot of stuff that kind of falls back into the comfort zone and things like that. But at the same time, you know, like I do think that there is going to be genuine change that comes out of this for the community as a whole. And, uh, you know, a lot of that just falls down onto each and every single person to, you know, have that accountability and have that like desire to just like, you know, make sure you were being, you know, uh, a better person in a lot of these situations, you know, myself included. Yeah. And then also the one thing too, is that if you know something is going on or you hear something from someone as like, or even if it's a rumor, make sure to, you know, like, I think that's to me, that's like, if you think something like this, I seem something's fishy here, you know, the way that we were programmed before is like, help, don't say nothing. Doesn't concern you. Don't say nothing. You know, maybe go to someone, go to a friend and say, express yourself if you think something's wrong is going on. I think there's a lot of situations that not necessarily in our community, but in other communities where someone knew something felt like this is wrong. This doesn't feel right. And they went, but they didn't continue. And if they continued, maybe it would have stopped it from occurring or stopped it from going further. And so, you know, feel free to step in and, and ask someone or, or if, you know, if say you're in you're in a, another guild and you think one of your uh, raid uh, members or raid team uh, people like uh, of any level is acting inappropriately or doing something that you think is inappropriate from what you're hearing, then maybe, you know, like you said, maybe, uh, you know, hopefully guilds will have some kind of uh, code of contact or, or way to contact the guild anonymously without fear of repercussions, which can always potentially happen uh, that I know a lot of people fear for, but, you know, hopefully some more guilds out there, especially the higher end guilds will have some kind of pathway for people to go to, to discuss this and feel free that they can uh, express issues if there are any that occur. Um, But, uh, but yeah, I mean, again, thanks Rignaros for taking this brief second. I know I said, Oh, we're going to only keep it for a few minutes, but like I always say with everybody, I just go right. We blow right past it. <laughs> yeah, no, I knew we were going over the lot of time. <laughs> no, I want to keep it to maybe, maybe 30 minutes. So, uh, th- yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I'll be, you know, splitting this one up or, or whatnot, but, uh, uh, we'll, we'll see, but, uh, you know, it's the first time back in a very long time and yeah, thanks. And I know we just kind of touched on overarching subjects and that's why I wanted to get you on because, you know, being a, uh, raid leader, GM for so many years, it's, your experience, I think, would help a lot of people out there uh, with with situations, and then also to have you touch on your own. Um, and uh, any last, I guess, closing statements for any fans out there that you wanna wanna say about any any of these issues or or anything with the guild or where they can find you or find your guild, anything like that. No, I mean I'm uh, glad you're back uh, doing this stuff, man. I I, I, I enjoyed uh, listening to the you know older episodes and whatnot, so. 
hopefully be able to uh, do this a little bit more frequently. <laughs> Things like you said, it's been the first time in a couple of years, at least at this point. But oh, yeah. um, as far as just anybody that's interested in our guild or me or whoever uh, in our guild, it's just like, you know, uh, support obviously is always appreciated. And I uh, just want to, you know, emphasize to everybody that this is kind of just a consistent work in progress that we've got going on here. I mean, we started this guild from scratch uh, like six months ago. So, you know, pretty much everything that you guys are watching unfold, you know, via live stream or, you know, social media or all that. I mean, it's kind of like just kind of watching the whole thing get built from the ground up. So, you know, just enjoy the ride, I guess, is the easiest way I can put it. You know, nobody's perfect. Just trying to do the right thing. And, uh, you know, hopefully the whole community as a whole is able to, you know, take the past couple of weeks and like I said, learn from them and, you know, we'll make our place, you know, better than it has been in the past. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I think, uh, I think, I think it's going to be, it's one of those things that, like you said, has to happen sometimes, you know, it just, it's, it's one of those people I think will be better from this and we'll be able to strive to be a better uh, community as a whole. Um, and then if you want to contact uh, Rignoros, you can get them on Twitter at Rignoros um, and then at imperative underscore GG for the guild and then imperative dot GG for uh, the URL to go check them out. Uh, do you have any merch going on soon? No, not yet. No, 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 no merch yet. Just a website with a uh, right now, man, the, the main focus is less on the brand and more on the results. So, I mean, like, mm -hmm. I mean, it's like the results get a lot further than well, you don't have brand, like series you know, a funding so. yet or uh... no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Open, I'm still, I'm still gonna right? open for sponsorships. Yeah, I've got a. I, I'm still waiting on my air conditioner uh, <laughs> bar to fill up on my stream. So we'll start there before we, you know, start putting money in. Oh, just, just so you can get an air conditioner. That's the first. That's the first right. thing, right? Step one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah step one. <laughs> Stop sweating. Um. Uh. But uh. Oh, and I guess I guess the case. Cause I don't know if you touched on it, but you did say you're one of the hardcore guilds. But you're going to be doing when it does come out. When the raid does come out, you're going to be going full steam seven days. Seven days a week, right? You're gonna. Yep. How are your schedule gonna be? We'll rate. Yeah, we'll be rating. We'll be rating full seven days for the first couple resets. Uh, the thing that's still kind of up in the air is obviously it's just gonna kind of depend on availability when the expansion launches. You know, sometimes because I mean, you know, it's like we're not on like full salaried like you know guild funds, so it's like we're gonna still have to be you know dancing around work schedules and school mm -hmm. schedules and you know basically all that stuff as usual. So depending on the timing of the expansion release, we could have you know a lot of day raids to only a handful of day raids, you know, but either way, I mean, we're, we will be raiding full seven days. Just uh, kind of have to wait to find out the release date for an exact schedule. And then do you have like a Twitch community uh, like tab that people can go to follow all your team members? No, just uh, the, well, the everybody. So if you go to my stream or anybody that's in the guild that, you know, the streams, they're all part of the imperative gaming Twitch page. So like, if you guys are wanting to just like, Look and see. I think we've got like uh, about like 18 people right now that stream. So, I mean, you've got POVs from, you know, healers, range, melee, tanks, you know, whatever you want. So, if anybody's just interested in checking out other members of, of the guild, you can just uh, on my uh, Twitter, you can go to my Twitch. And then on my Twitch channel, it has the Imperative Gaming team page. All right. Sounds good. Well, thanks for us again for coming on board. And uh, I guess, well, yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to fire this up a little more often than just every couple of years, right? Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Thanks again. And I'd like to say thank you very much to Rignoros, too, to, to be able to be our initial relaunch uh, a guest. Uh, Blood Legion back in the day, one of the best guilds, uh, now moved on to Imperative GG uh, to start more hardcore raiding uh, in the scene. 
Uh, and I really do thank him for uh, wanting to make a statement as well. Um, he, I gave him the option of not making a statement. I want to make that clear regarding uh, the TM Sean issue. And he was very fine of coming on and making a statement. Uh, and I really want to thank him for that. Um, and please go read his post that he made on Twitter regarding this. I think it's a it's an eloquent statement and it, it might do better justice than him speaking about it just because you know most people are able to get their thoughts together better on paper than in verbal words. Uh, but I want to thank everybody for listening. And if you want to get in touch with the show, you can email us at show at monkcraftpodcast.com, at monkpodcast on Twitter. Uh, I think, yep, that's right. I know it's been a long time. We'll see you guys around. And thanks for listening. And we hope to have you here back each and every week on Minecraft Podcast. Take care.